The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, myself and Bully Ray break down Monday Night Raw as we get closer and closer to Survivor Series. Plus, we have my LaGreca snaps. All that right now on the Busted Open Podcast. Last night, something very small happened that had me looking at Seth in a different way. And sometimes all you need is that moment, Dave, where the light bulb goes off for you as a wrestler, as a as a promoter, as a fan, where you're like, ooh, I'm starting to get it. It actually started, it actually happened with um with Kevin Nash recently. I believe uh, he went on record. Was he talking about L.A. Knight? I'm not sure. No, he he mentioned that he hated the Seth Rollins character. Seth Rollins, I'm sorry. Yeah, until just a couple months ago because he saw a little bit of Macho Man Randy Savage in Seth Rollins. So he's starting to buy in a little bit more. But he said how he absolutely hated that character to start with. So a little bit of a light bulb went off for Kevin when it came to Seth. And last night... That backstage with Drew and Seth, right? The way they were talking, and, and Drew gave Seth his hand, and um, they shook hands. And Drew said, "I'm gonna, I'm just gonna do what I do, man. I'm just gonna go to the back line and work myself up." And Seth seemed so exhausted at that point, where he, he was just like, "I know you will, big man." And then Seth went walking off and limping. He had just this subtle limp where he came across to me as exhausted. And I was like, there, right there, I started to believe in Seth just a little bit more. Right there, I started to say, that's a fighting champion right there. He's speaking to Drew in the back. He really doesn't, it didn't seem like Seth wanted to talk because he's so damn tired of talking. I'm exhausted. Uh, everybody's gunning for me. I'm, I'm I'm constantly wrestling, but hey, big man, you do what you need to do. I know you're going to get back to the top. And then he limps away. And Dave, that little moment in time did something for me when it came to believing in Seth. I don't know if you feel those things. I don't even know if you picked up on that little point or if anybody did. 
But for me, it was it's just like if you go back and you listen to a song again and you hear a part of the solo that you may have never picked up on before, and you're like, man, that's genius right there. I loved it. It's funny that you say that because I have it right here in my notes. It's No I way. Wrote, I wrote it down, the, the Drew and Seth handshake and the walk away by Seth because that's something bullied that we did not get from Seth when it came to Nakamura and the match that he had with Nakamura. It was, I don't want to say defeated, but like, but he almost felt like he was defeated. Like, man, like I, I, I really can't take this anymore. And even the way he said, uh, yeah, I know you will big man. Like almost like, yeah, whatever, like whatever, like what you're saying to me, I really don't care because I just want to go. I just want to go home and then seeing him walk away and great job by the production crew having that camera on Seth for a while as he's walking away and limping away like, yeah, like he's had enough. And there was something else from Seth that they did last night that I really liked. And it was the stare down with Cody. So many times in the world of the WWE, they want you to forget that, you know what, a year ago, these two were in a feud. Or a year ago, these two were in a war. But now they're not. Now they're teaming. So forget about everything that happened six months or a year ago. The WWE is the WWE. We want you to forget about all that. Because now they're friends and now they're teaming up together. So let's look at what's going to happen next. And, you know, the WWE felt like fans have very short-term memory and forget things very easily. And, Bully, we would say that all the time. Fans don't forget that easily. They may want us to forget, but we don't forget that easily. I love the fact that even though they're going to be on that team together at Survivor Series, they're not forgetting what happened a year ago and a year plus ago between those two and the matches that they had. I loved the stare down and it was different for Seth. It wasn't Seth being that wise ass, you know, Joker ass character. Like, ha 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 dude, there was, there was some intent in that stare down with Cody last night. Like animosity. Yes. Like, yes, we have the same cause right now. But I know what you did to me, and I know what you did in those three matches. And kudos to the WWE for letting that stare down happen. And also kudos by having Damian Priest mention that when he came out with the Judgment Day a little bit later on. I love that. I love the nod to the pass bully because now I'm going into Survivor Series. What's going to happen between Cody and Seth during that match? There is not enough real animosity in, I'm going to say, the WWE anymore. Because AEW has done a little bit of a better job of attempting to bottle the real animosity that certain talents had towards one another. Like, unfortunately, Punk is the common denominator in the animosity, but like Punk and Eddie Kingston or Punk and Hangman or... I'm sure there's other real animosities that we've gotten in the ring, but I've seen them do a better job with it, and it comes across in the promo. Now, is there any real animosity between Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes? No, but they made me believe last night that there was. And I love the fact that that there was a real tension and real animosity, and Cody saying, 
364 days a year. You don't have to like me at all, but damn it, just in this freaking cage, it's going to mean so much to me. And Seth turned around and go, man, I don't know if I'm ever going to like you, but you got my word on that night. I got your back. Bully, we talk about it all the time. What do we need from Seth Rollins? A little bit of depth of character, right? Those two moments that you just spoke about gave a little depth to his character. It wasn't just the entrance. It wasn't just the sing-along. Now there's some real life, like you said, there's some animosity, and there's also some like weakness, you know, some defeat when it comes to Seth Rollins. Like he's beaten down. He's had enough. This schedule of going out there each and every week and being a fight of fighting champion is weighing on him both both emotionally and physically. That's how I can get into a character like Seth Rollins. And I almost got the feeling last night, Dave, the way the way that they used their words or the or the words that they chose to use, like, okay, fine. At Survivor Series on that night, I have your back. You know, when it comes to this match, it almost feels like the baby faces go over in the match. And when they get their hand raised, Seth Rollins blasts Cody in the back of the head and says, you know, I still haven't forgot. Yeah. You know, I told you I'd have your back, but now we're we're done with that one day. Uh, I I don't know if that's going to happen, which would be interesting because now that would take people down a road of, you know, is Cody going to be going after Seth? the championship it's a direction that i don't think people want to see happen because i think people would start to think that the wwe was going to serve up a a consolation prize for cody and that's and that's 100 percent true and i feel that right now and i probably would feel if they ever decided to make that match but i will say this bully if there's a story behind it if the build is good I, I can't believe I'm saying this. It would get me to buy in a little bit more than I would right now. I mean, that's what good storytelling does, right? I mean, that's why we talk about the art form that is pro wrestling because of the storytelling. That's why I had such a big problem with Seth Rollins. But if you give me a good story, again, I'm listen, I'm not especially, saying. Especially after, after uh, Priest reminded the both of them of the one up they have on each other at the beginning of the night. Hey, Seth, you might be champion, but you've never been able to beat Cody in three attempts. And Cody, even in your three attempts, you still haven't been able to become a champion. You add that to the mix of what we got backstage in the story, the backstage story, you got some more there. You got some more depth. And then, and here's the other part of it. I can't believe we're actually having this conversation. And again, I'm not saying I'm buying into it, Bully, because I know the nation's going to go nuts because of all the rants that I went on when it came to Roman and that WWE Undisputed Universal Championship. But, but go with me here a little bit. What's the whole... What if all the conversations that we've talked about when it comes to Roman, how they're finagling this rain, how this rain really doesn't hold up with history... Because even though it's getting longer and longer, he's not defending this championship. We barely see the guy. The whole story with L.A. Knight was like, hey, you've been sitting on your ass at home watching me on TV because you're never actually here. So when we're looking at Roman and we're looking at that championship, I think you would agree, Bully, 
we're looking at Roman and looking at that championship completely different than we were a year ago, right? Yes. When you look at Seth Rollins and that WWE World Heavyweight Championship, I think we're looking at Seth and we're looking at, at that championship a lot differently than we did, say, six months ago. Because now we're seeing a guy like Seth Rollins actually physically and emotionally beaten. He's been beaten down by how many times he's had to appear on TV and how many times he's defended this championship. I, I'm not saying I would be okay with it because as of right now, on November 14, 2023, I'm not. But man, the WWE is doing a hell of a job building one champion and showing some of the weaknesses with the other. What if this is actually part of the subliminal plan to get you to buy into Seth and how he defends the championship because of the infrequency of how much Roman defends the championship? Are we, excuse me, are we starting to look at Seth in a different way? Not because of how many times Seth has actually defended his championship, but because Roman doesn't defend his championship. And he, I mean, we just saw him defend the championship against LA Knight, bully. But did he really defend that championship? Because once again, because once again, how did he win that match? He won the match. No, 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 no. It doesn't matter how he wins. He defended his championship. but, 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 But follow me here. He needs outside help. He needs help from the bloodline. Seth Rollins doesn't need that kind of help. Seth Rollins, even with a broken back, went into the ring and defended that world championship. I'm just saying the perception of one champion and the title. Like, listen, Bully, I'm going to be... Listen, we're going to be doing our Busted Open Awards very, very soon. Last year, Bully, hands down, the wrestler of the year was Roman Reigns. Hands down, it wasn't even a discussion. Roman Reigns was your wrestler of the year. Roman Reigns is not my wrestler of the year for 2023. He's just not. that Roman and that championship doesn't have the same perception that, that, that Roman had and the championship had a year ago. That's just a fact. Uh, I can understand why you would think that way. Um, when it comes to Roman there, you know, I, I saw a tweet the other day about how Roman, uh, when 2023 ends, will have only defended his championship 11 times. And you know what the first thing that came to mind was Dave? What? Wow. This guy is a genius. He has that big match feel. He has that big match feel whenever he's going to be in the ring. It sells tickets, right? Because you never get to see Roman defend the championship. So when he does, it's a big, big deal. But they are on a bit of a slippery slope each way, the way he is winning those matches now. And the whole uh, interference thing, that will eventually come back to bite Roman in the ass because Cody will either... Um, withstand the onslaught of all of the interference or will have somebody out there to keep all the interference at bay. 
I would love to see the bloodline back at full strength by the time WrestleMania comes around. I'd love to see the Usos and Solo and Heyman and Roman all back on the same page with the one thing in mind is to get Roman past WrestleMania and Cody and Cody overcome all of those odds and beat Roman clean in the middle. Well, listen, that's what I want to see. You still have five months to get there. We have five months before we get to WrestleMania. But my point is what they have done with Seth. Bully, a championship that we didn't care about and then a champion that we thought was more of like a consolation than anything else. It didn't mean anything. Now, all of a sudden, Seth means a lot more because we're seeing depth to the character and that championship means a lot more right now as well. We're Last night, I saw a little bit of vulnerability in my hero. Think John McClain. How much did John McClain have to go through in Nakatomi Plaza? And by the end, he's just, he's limping, no shoes, bloody feet. He can't, but he still finds a way to crack just a small joke and limp away to fight another, you know, to, to fight in the next scene. I almost got that. My vulnerable champion, he's just like, so tired of fighting. But you know what? I ain't going to give up. I'm just going to keep fighting. And I'm sure there's better examples out there. I don't know why John McClane just popped in my No, but head. John McClane's well, a good one because well, we're getting Die near Hard the Christmas, Christmas movie. And we're getting near the Christmas season. So John McClane's the perfect one. But yet, you're right. He had the weak. What, what was one of those weaknesses? You just mentioned it, Bully. He had no shoes. He had no shoes. He had to do everything in bare feet, which even those little things that you think are small but definitely add up, it's the same thing with Seth Rollins. Those little injuries are adding up to the point where he's absolutely exhausted. Some people busted my chops because I said that Seth didn't sell in that match with Nakamura after, I'm sorry, didn't sell post-match with Nakamura. You know, the, 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 the following Monday. Oh, it was 48 hours later. Oh, he's totally fine. He's totally fine. No, I don't buy into that. Last night, Dave... In a mere five seconds of watching Seth walk away with a limp and just looking tired and a bit dejected, but still ready to fight another day, I started to care about him all of a sudden. It's 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 kind of the beauty bully of the WWE right now, because we talk about how WWE seems to be checking all the boxes and doing everything right. Last night's show wasn't a bad. Last night's Raw was not a bad show, but I wouldn't by any means call it a great show. It was probably an okay show when you look at it from beginning to end. But look at what we're talking about. They did just enough on that show that it gets you invested and it furthers the stories. Like the WWE, even on what you would call maybe a little bit of an off night for them, still did enough to enhance stories and get you emotionally invested. And I think last night's show would be an example of that. It's all about taking steps forward. The WWE has to come up with how many, how many original programs every year? 104 between Raw and SmackDown, 104 live original. You're not hitting Grand Slams or home runs every single week. All you want to do is sometimes, Dave, the basics of baseball, what is it? 
Just get on base. Get on base. Doesn't matter if it's a hit or a walk. Get on base. Just get on base because then we've served our purpose with you, the batter, for that moment in time, and now let's try to move you over. You'd never want to strike out. Obviously, you don't want to pop out, blah, blah, blah. Just get on base. Last night, the WWE probably hit a single, tops a double. Who cared? They got on base. The Busted Open Podcast is now available on YouTube. This is Dave LaGreca, host of Busted Open, the number one pro wrestling show on the planet. You can now watch and listen to the award-winning Busted Open Podcast every single day on YouTube. Our best interviews, behind-the-scenes access, and some of our best content from the past, all available right now when you go to YouTube.com slash at Busted Open Podcast. Subscribe right now. For 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked from family farms, then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Now, we had Monday Night Raw on last night. I'm on Monday Night Raw. 
the Monday night football game, which I didn't watch any of because I could care less about either team. But Russell Wilson, who is the quarterback for the Denver Broncos, is going up against the Buffalo Bills last night. Now, I'm going up head-to-head with former WWE superstar A.J. Francis. Also, Tommy Dreamer is in this league. Kofi Kingston is in this league. Big E is in this league. Some heavy hitters. All right, but I'm going up against Top Dollar last night. And he's on the show yesterday talking trash to me about Russell Wilson. Let me just say this. I didn't watch the game. I could care less. But I'm on the damn app. And one of the worst things you could have, Bully, is one of these fantasy football apps. Because when you have that fantasy football app, your eyes constantly go to this app and you're just looking at the points. And let me tell you something. Since leaving Seattle, Russell Wilson had probably one of his best games since leaving the Seahawks. Because let's just face it, Russell Wilson has been pretty awful since he's left the Seahawks and since he's been the quarterback of the Broncos. And I'm just watching that app, man. And I needed Russell Wilson to give me 20 points on my fantasy team last night. A.J. Francis is texting me, talking trash to me, bully, about Russell Wilson. Five points for Russell Wilson. Ten points for Russell Wilson. Fifteen points for Russell Wilson. And 20 points for Russell Wilson last night. Russell Wilson got 20 points for me last night. And I'm thinking I won. But I guess during the game, Russell Wilson decides that he wants to do a quarterback sneak. Negative yardage. Tries to do it again. Negative yardage. Next thing you know, I lose to A.J. Francis. So you want to know something? And I'm doing a Richard Holiday here. For those who know, you know. Paul, I want you to mark this down. As of November 14th, 2023. Write it down, Paul. I'm giving up on the NFL. I'm giving up on football. I'm all wrestling now, bully. It's what I do for my life. It's what I do for my career. I am focused completely on the world of pro wrestling. After this season, I quit fantasy football. I'm retiring from fantasy football after this year. Paul, your thoughts? You sound like such a typical wrestling fan. Oh, I didn't get what I wanted. My right. quarterback didn't do what right. I want. That's right, it. I am quitting I'm, qu- I'm quitting. That's I'm it. quitting I'm fantasy quitting. football. I'm quitting. I'm quitting. No one's I'm buying quitting. it. I'm quitting fantasy football. I'm done. I'm finished. I don't even enjoy it. I don't even like it. I don't oh, even like it anymore. Oh, my favorite player didn't do I don't what even I like it anymore. So you know what? I quit. And AJ Francis, I hope you're listening. Kofi Kingston, I hope you're listening. Biggie. I hope you're all, Tom, everybody that's involved in that league, I all hope you're listening. As of right now, I quit fantasy football. I'll finish out this year. I'm not going to be one of those frauds that don't set my lineup. I hate when people do that. I'm finishing out the year. But this year will be the last time 
that I do fantasy football. And AJ, screw you too, pal. The number one pro wrestling show on the planet, Busted Open, is available seven days a week by subscribing and downloading the Busted Open podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. Join me alongside two WWE Hall of Famers, Mark Henry and Bully Ray, the hardcore legend, Tommy Dreamer, plus Thunder Rosa and Mickey James, all week long as we break down everything going on in and out of the ring. Listen to Busted Open right now on the SXM app or wherever you get your podcasts. I am doing the the WrestleMania t-shirt challenge differently next year. And I'm not doing a different wrestling shirt every day until we get to WrestleMania starting at the Royal Rumble. I'm just wearing Cody Rhodes t-shirts from the Royal Rumble to WrestleMania. And Cody said in the interview, hey, you, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. If we send him a care package from Podswag with Busted Open merch, he'll send me some Cody Rhodes merch. I love Cody, and I believe that that is most likely going to happen, but I'm not 100% sure. So last night, Bully, I went online, and I bought like a dozen Cody Rhodes t-shirts online. Last night while I was watching Monday Night Raw. I think it might have been de- during the uh, DIY fiasco. I bought <laughs> um, I bought a dozen Cody Rhodes t-shirts. Now, I still would love to get the care package of more Cody merchandise. Because I would love to wear a different Cody shirt every day. But now I got probably with the 12 I bought and the ones I've already... I probably have close to 20... Cody t-shirts now that I could wear. It's not going to be enough to wear a different one every day, but you know, you do a little bit of laundry, a couple loads of laundry. What would you do if Cody lost at WrestleMania to those 20 different t-shirts? Well, something Cody said during the interview that I was so ultra positive and talking about WrestleMania 40 so much that he feels like I could be a jinx. I heard that by the way. That's of all nice. the people in the world is for you to be a jinx. I mean, I mean, would you say, Bully, that I'm on the short list of most, you know, influential Cody fans? Like, I feel like I've done my share. I don't want to. Th- I don't think I'm a jinx by any stretch of the imagination. Come on. I now. mean, could, could, I, I can actually see. I can see and hear the situation right now. The day of WrestleMania. My God, that LaGreca. That's all he does is talk about Cody, Cody, Cody. And Cody winning tonight. Put Roman up. That could happen. <laughs> like, that could happen. Like, they could be like, just in a, like you said, just like a, in a bad mood and change things. I don't think that's going to be the case here. But I got to tell you something. I don't mean to go on a... Another LaGreca snaps because I did the whole fantasy football thing, but I think this one hits a little closer to home. Bully, I got to tell you, it kind of hurt me a little bit that, like, Cody mentioned the word jinx when it came to me. That, I, I gotta, that hurt me emotionally and physically during that interview yesterday. I wish I could have been here. To see that hurt all over your face. Well, I mean, come on now. It was a little bit like, it wasn't really like hurt in the moment. It was a little bit more of disbelief. 
Like, come on, man. I've been your supporter. You're going to call me a jinx? That ain't right, pal. That's not right. Never meet your heroes. He can make it better, though, by sending me that care package with all those Cody t-shirts, though. All right. You'd be you have to you have to film yourself if you get that care package. I want to see you act like a little child. Oh, oh, oh! I like what you just said there. If I get the Cody package, I could do like a big thing on YouTube because we have the YouTube channel now, right? People don't know about it, but hey, let me tell you about it. We got all our videos, all our interviews. Our busted open podcast is now available on YouTube. A big thing on YouTube, bully, is this unboxing. They do this unboxing thing. Like if there's like a new box set from a band or there's like this DVD stuff, they'll do the unboxing. on. If I get the Cody Care package, I will do the unboxing live on YouTube. How about that? With Violetta doing the live play-by-play. All right. Oh, you know what? I'll I'll do that. She won't know. She'll just be like, oh, a Cody shirt. Oh, look, another Cody shirt. Another Cody shirt. Hey, man, Cody. So, you know, kind of like part two of my LaGreca snaps today, and I never thought I would do a LaGreca snaps, is on Cody for calling me that the possible, just the slight possibility that I could be a jinx. Wow. I think that's breaking news for today. LaGreca snaps on Cody Rhodes. LaGreca snaps on Cody. The man. You're a jinx. You might be a jinx. No, I, I'm jinx. not. Listen, let me tell you something, bully. Let you me might tell you be something. a little bit of a jinx. I'm not. Let me tell you something, bully. I'm you might be like. You might be like coffee cake from Bronxdale. Yeah, I'm. Not, listen, life has been pretty good to me. I'm no jinx. See, the I'm appropriate no comeback would have been okay, JoJo to whale. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say that. I'm no jinx. And Cody, if you're listening. You can make things better. Send me that care package with a little note that says, you know what, Dave? I appreciate it. I love you very much. I love you so much. If I don't uh, win a soon, I'm going to die. <laughs> WrestleMania 40, pal. Why are you doing an 40? Italian impersonation of Cody Rhodes? Oh, it's like, no, it's for the Godfather. I love you so much. If I don't <laughs> see you soon, I'm going to die. <laughs> why, don't you tell that, why don't you tell that nice girl you love her? That's not from and, the Godfather. Is that, it? That, that is definitely from the Godfather. That's Clemenza talking to Mike. Oh, 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 oh. I got confused with a di- different He's on the phone with, the, yes, with her. Yes, you're and right. She's you're not right. saying. She's like, I love you, Michael. Say it. Uh, I can't. Come, on, come on. I love you, Michael. Say it. And she, he won't say it. Michael won't say it. Because in that moment, he doesn't love her anymore. You're right. And then Clemenza says, come on. Tell that nice girl you love her. I love you so much. If I don't see you soon, I'm going to die. And then he makes that sauce, and it makes me so hungry. I just want to have like a pound of pasta right then. Every time I see that scene, you know what? You know what pasta I'm into lately? Bucatini. Ooh, I like a little bucatini. Right? Isn't it good? Yes. Very good. I just had that the other night. Violetta made some bucatini. It's very hearty. Violetta, by the way, an amazing cook. The Busted Open Podcast is now available on YouTube. This is Dave LaGreca, host of Busted Open, the number one pro wrestling show on the planet. You can now watch and listen to the award-winning Busted Open Podcast every single day on YouTube. Our best interviews, behind-the-scenes access, and some of our best content from the past. All available right now when you go to YouTube.com slash at Busted Open Podcast. Subscribe right now. 
really quick with Drew. I'm very encouraged. We talked about it earlier. I want to see what the follow-up is going to be. I want to hear from Drew McIntyre. I'm actually looking forward to hearing from Drew McIntyre next week. I mean, it's been a while since we've been able to say that. But, Bully, did you see it coming? Did you think we were going to get Drew interfering at the end of that match last night? Oh, whether or not it was last night, uh, no, I didn't particularly see it coming last night, but you could see the writing on the wall for the past couple of weeks or so. Drew just seemed very frustrated. It's definitely not clicking for him as a baby face anymore, but you have to give Drew a standing ovation for the effort, especially through COVID and what they tried to do. This is not Drew's fault. Resonating with the people, it, it has to happen a little bit better, but you know, probably a blessing for Drew being champion during the COVID era because there wasn't a a a, a fan base live in attendance that you had to resonate with. It probably worked out a little better for him. I see. I disagree. I I feel like he had after disposing of Brock Lesnar with that Claymore at the Rumble. Man, the fans were really behind Drew McIntyre. Now, to your point. Would he have been able to maintain that? I don't know. Go ahead. You got to remember, Dave, whenever you make a point like that, I immediately see the other side of it. You're like, when Drew eliminated Brock, did the people pop for Drew eliminating Brock or did they pop because Brock got eliminated? I, a, I Gabe, feel, trust me, there's a big difference. I, I And I get it. I get it. I feel like there was a, I think the fans were building towards backing Drew McIntyre at that time. What and, if Keith I, Lee would have eliminated Brock? Would we have gotten the same response? Yes. Aha. Aha. So let's just remember, even though it was a built up moment and the perception was for Drew, it's really more about Brock. And you don't want the people responding to the heel get being eliminated in, in a in a more strong fashion than if you were the one doing the eliminating. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. 
The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.